an honor to be here at Lift Church. You know, this is my home church. Uh, me and my wife, you know, with Rallies for Christ, we travel around the world, touching people with the love of God. But I always say this, every minister needs a pastor, and every minister needs a home church, and every minister needs a place to tithe and to sow. Uh, so it's an honor to be here at my home church, at Lift Church, on a Sunday, what we, what we would call Sunday morning service, but you could be watching this maybe even on Monday. Hey, I'm Rick Reina. I believe I have a word for you from the Lord. I was talking to somebody the other day, and they had an event planned in, 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 in the near future, and they were telling me that they were going to cancel their event and... and have this event next year. And I sensed the Holy Spirit come on me so strong, I began to pray in the Spirit, and the guy that I was talking to began to pray in the Spirit, and the word of the Lord came. And I said, Brother, I believe I'm hearing from the Lord. I said, There's an anointing right now on the church to do church online, there's an anointing on ministers to preach the gospel online. So what I'm saying is, I believe you watching this, there's an anointing on me to preach the gospel to you, maybe to your cell phone, your iPad, your television. Somehow online, you're hearing and seeing, seeing this message. So long story short on this story, I told the brother, have your event. It was actually, uh, once a year they do uh, the blessings of the bike, where maybe 200 different guys bring their motorcycle. They have a big outdoor rally. I said, how come you just don't have it online? You know, have a few motorcycles, have your camera, and have everybody uh, tune in, and they could be by their bike at home. Either way, they're home, and we can still bless their bikes. All I'm saying is there's an anointing. There's no excuse why we should not be preaching the gospel. Listen, the gospel has enough power to go through uh, cat files and cable lines and internet to the cell phone tower. I'll tell you, there's power when the gospel preach. There is no power when the gospel's not preached. So I'm exhorting whoever's listening to me, preach the gospel. If you need to do it online, do it online. You know, uh, my pastor, Pastor Frank Gonzalez, here at Lift Church, we're not having services, but they're doing three services a week. Tuesday, they're doing prayer, they're doing Wednesday night service, and they're doing Sunday service. Hey, we have not closed the doors of the church. We're just preaching another way. Like my son Eric says, maybe the method has changed, but the mess message stays the same. So if you can tell, I'm excited. Stay with me. I know you want to bounce around, maybe go check someone else on Facebook. Stay with me. I believe if you can hear this message, you'll be blessed and you'll be stirred up. Today, the title of the message is called A Lifestyle of the Man of Faith. If you're a woman, you can put a woman of faith. But a lifestyle of a man of faith. So I want to read some thoughts to you, and I'll kind of talk about what these thoughts are saying. A faith person such as ourselves never have to change our lifestyle of faith. 
to fit the times. We change the times by our faith. You know, I have a really big question to ask you today. Did you have to change your Christian walk in these last few weeks? Were you caught off guard? Were you one of those that said, oh my gosh, maybe I should go back to church. Maybe I should read my Bible. Maybe I should talk to my pastor that I haven't seen for a long time. Maybe I should talk to God. Did the times jerk your chain? Did the times we're living in make you think of God? If it did, this message is for you. Now, for now, the way we should be living is like today is the last day. As a believer, we should be living like every day is the day Jesus might come back. So I'm going to pay attention to my love walk. I'm going to pay attention to my faith walk. I'm going to pay attention to my giving. I'm going to pay attention to the, the Holy Spirit. That's the lifestyle of a man or a woman of faith, paying attention to their faith walk. Now, I know because I have heard and I have talked to some because of the times we're living in. Did you think these times were never going to come? Did you think that the church was always going to be like just there and Trials and tribulations were not going to come to the world. No, no, no. Jesus is coming back. And the times are going to change. But for the believer, we never change. I mean, I get up every day and I spend time with Jesus. Me and my wife, every single day, we sit with Jesus maybe for two hours. I spend time in my word Every day. I'm talking to Jesus every day. I tell everybody about Jesus. If I go to Home Depot, I tell somebody. If I go to Walmart, I tell somebody about Jesus. This is my lifestyle. As a believer, I'm always paying attention to my lifestyle of faith, of love, my relationship with God. So what I'm saying is, you almost had to tell me, Rick, there's something going on in the world because I didn't sense it. My spirit, man, we're flying at a certain altitude with God, walking with God, just as, if I can use the word normally as we should as believers, walking in love, paying attention to God, reading and praying. But see, so when tough times hit the world, we don't lose altitude. We don't drop altitude. Or we don't have to make a change where I, I, better, I better start talking to God now. So today, I'm, I know I'm talking to two people. I'm talking to those who have been walking with God before the times we're living in. And I'm also talking to those who, who almost were surprised. Uh, you were phased by this time. I heard a testimony the other day, a friend of mine, uh, he said that he got a phone call from a traveling 
artist who plays the guitar and he sings. And he called my friend who's a pastor and he said, pray for me. I don't know what to do. My bills are stacking up. I have no gigs. I have no income coming in. The times took him by surprise. When I heard that, I heard Jesus say something to me. He said, Rick, the reason why the times haven't taken you by surprise because you've been paying attention to your faith walk. Then he said, but think of this man. There's millions, even billions of people on planet Earth today who were taken by surprise, who wish that the church was open, who wish that they can meet with their pastor at Starbucks, or who wish they could go back to that cell group of 20 people that they used to go to maybe years ago. So today, I want you to listen. I want to share a few things with you. I'm talking to two people those who've been paying attention to their faith walk, and those of you that haven't, I have good news for you. Just start today. God is loving. God is merciful. God is here right now. He'll, he'll cleanse you of all shortcomings like they were never there. That's the good news of the gospel. You can start now. All right, let me continue. I have a story I want to share with you. I have a friend who's actually a male fashion model. I was looking at his website yesterday. I wanted to get the terminology right. He's a male fashion model, but the clothing that he models is men's underwear, undergarment. And he spoke for one of our meetings before, and he shared a story that just marked me forever. And I use his story quite often. He said, today the title of my message, when he preached with us, was called Shoot Ready. Shoot Ready. And now we have our meetings in Hollywood and we're talking to actors and those who work in the industry. So it was appropriate to have that title, being Shoot Ready. And he said, let me explain to you what Shoot Ready is. He said it could be a Tuesday night, 8 p.m., he could be sitting at his house, maybe watching a movie, and his phone could ring from his agent. His agent could say, hey, Rusty, tomorrow morning we need you on an airplane to Japan because Calvin Klein is releasing a new fall fashion of men's clothing or underwear, and they want you to go model. Now, Rusty said he needed to be shoot ready the night before the call. Let me kind of explain that. He did not have, he did not have enough time to go to the gym and get into shape. Let me tell you, Rusty is, I mean, he kind of looks like me, you know, like a six-pack. Well, maybe a little bit better. But Rusty's like all trim, slim, a six-pack, muscles all over, no fat. I mean, this guy takes off his shirt and all the women faint. That's the type of body he has. But he doesn't have time to go to the gym 
and prepare himself. He needs to be shoot ready because he never knows when the phone's going to ring. I have news for you. As a Christian, you need to be shoot ready. Because you never know when something's going to hit this world. But for the Christians, it doesn't hit us. We become the answer that the world needs. See, when the world is tripping out, flipping out, going, being phased by everything in the world, the church should be standing up saying, hey, I'm cool. I got the answer. I know what the word says. I can pray for you. God, let me counsel you because I'm ready. So we need to be shoot ready as Christians. Nobody's seen this thing coming. And I would say this, this is not the last thing coming before Jesus comes back. So this is kind of a warm up for the world and for the body of Christ. So we need to be ready at all times with our faith walk. Let me continue. Um, I want to talk about prayer for a second, then I'm going to finish. Our prayer life should always be at a certain altitude at all times. I, I have heard that uh, people went back to prayer because of the times we're living in. It, you should have already been in prayer. You should have already been having Quiet time with God, fellowship with God. Now, if you're one of those that have come back to prayer, praise the Lord. Amen. That's good news that you came back to prayer. But what I'm saying is we should already be doing these type of things. Let me give you a couple of things that you should already be doing. Number one, you should be praying for all mankind, salvation, health, and protection. That's, just, that's something you should be praying daily. Number two, you should be praying uh, that the government has wisdom, the wisdom of God. Number three, we should be praying peace on earth. Number four, we should be praying for our, our own spiritual walk. Number five, our own personal finances. Number six, our own personal health. Number seven, we should be praying for the church. We should be praying for the body of Christ daily. Number eight, Always binding the works of the devil here on earth. It's amazing. People started binding the devil after he already started to with his mess. We need to bind him daily. Bind him from our family. Bind him, bind him from our church. Bind him from our neighborhood, our, our, our marriage. We should be binding the enemy daily. Not just when he pick, picks up his head. Say amen, somebody. Now... Now, when difficult, time, when difficult times hit the world, I want to say something. When difficult times hit the world, hit, hit the world, as believers, we need to stay steady with what God has said to us before the difficult times. What I'm saying is, don't change or don't forget what God told you before hard times come, like your confessions, what you've been speaking, what you've been believing for, what you've been declaring. Don't allow these times to cause you to forget 
all the promises and all the blessings that God has spoken to you. Like, for instance, me and my wife, daily, we take time every morning. We declare the victory. We declare the blessing over our children, their mates, our homes, our vehicles, our ministries, our business. We declare that signs and wonders and breakthrough. We declare new vehicles, new homes. We declare gold and silver comes to us. Now, because of the times we're living in, don't forget about those things. Keep believing that the blessing's working. Keep your confession. Because the enemy, all he wants to do is steal, kill, and destroy. So don't forget of all the promises and the blessings that God has given you in advance. Stay with your confessions. Me and my wife, every day, we stay with our claim prayers. We stay with our thanksgiving prayer. We stay with our confession prayer. We just don't pray about what's going on right now. Stay with every promise. Stay with every word that God has given you in advance. Say amen, somebody. Keep speaking. Keep declaring. Keep your faith hot. You know, we're believing God for great things here at Rallies for Christ. I haven't forgot about those things because of the times we're in. I'm still declaring the blessing. I'm still declaring doors open. I'm still declaring breakthroughs and miracles. God has not forgotten about all the words that he has given us in advance. Every promise, every benefit. Keep declaring. Don't get stuck. Don't let the devil take you out and, and, and keep you um, just looking at the times. No, no, no. Begin to declare the, the future. That's right. Declare the future. Be, declare tomorrow and the next day what next week's going to look like. Keep praying. Keep believing. Amen. Now, every promise, every benefit is God's plan for me and you. Is God's plan for me and you. I want to say something before I close. So, about two, two weeks ago when, when the government asked us to stay home and for us to not, you know, not to congregate and things like that, immediately it seemed like all we did was watch the news. You know, it seemed like everybody just paid attention to the news and, uh, you know, we just started talking about the times and God was dealing with me. He says, Rick, there's things that I want to talk to you about still. There's other issues in life. There's other issues. Stay with me. Don't get caught up. Don't get short vision. Get long vision. Don't get cut off from what the Spirit of God is doing. Keep praying. Keep studying. Because we'll be back in the church preaching again. We'll be out on the road preaching again. We'll be doing events again. We'll be doing more movies and, and more outreaches. That's all going to happen again. So I'm already praying about those things. Just not praying about this time. God is already taking care of this time. I want to read something to you. Psalms Chapter 23, Psalms 23 is that man who knows his God when trouble hits the earth, when trouble hits the world, when trouble hits the land. I never seen it this way. Psalms 23 is that man that I'm talking about. Look at the attitude of David when he wrote Psalms chapter 23. I'm going to read it quite quickly. 
The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pasture. The word green pasture means their life. Green pasture means there's life. Things are not drying up and dying. Hey, I'm living in life. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his namesake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou prepareth a table before me in the presence of my enemy. Thou anointed my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. This is a prayer of the victorious Christian in the midst of what's going on in the world. There's an attitude here. He knows who his God is. This is that believer that's been paying attention to his walk in advance before trouble hit the world. Now, look what David said in verse 1. He said, the Lord is my shepherd. He knew who was going to take care of him. A shepherd is one that tans or cares for. He knew who God was in his life. He knew that his God was going to take care of him in advance. I want to share a quick story. You know, I know God is my shepherd. About three weeks ago, when everybody kind of went wild and went out and bought all the toilet paper, remember that? Well, about a week before that, I got a call from one of our partners. He said, come and visit me. I want to give you a few things. So I went to his house, and he gave me like a tent, a nice chest. He gave me all this camping gear. He gave me uh, groceries. Then he gave me like six bags of toilet paper. I mean, bags full of toilet paper. A whole bunch of toilet paper. And I'm thinking, why is he giving me toilet paper? Long story short, I put it in my truck, I went home, and I told my wife, wow, we have toilet paper like forever. About a week later, that's when everybody went out who did not know their shepherd and bought all the toilet paper. But God said to me, Rick, I knew in advance that you needed toilet paper. See, when God is your shepherd, he is his job to care for you. When you're paying attention to God, he'll pay attention to you. Say amen, somebody. The Lord is my shepherd. He maketh me lie down in green pasture. Oh, I like that. He leadeth me beside still water. Right now, even though everybody's in chaos, my waters are still. My waters are calm. He's leading me and he's guiding me. You know, I want to jump all the way down to verse 5. It says, Thou prepareth a table before me in the presence of my enemy. The Lord said to me, Rick, I'll put a table, and on this table, I'll put everything you need to overcome the enemy. Everything. And I'll put it in front of the enemy. Here we are in the world, the enemy's running rapid, but I got myself a table that God himself set up, and everything I need on that table, everything I need in life is on that table. God's telling me, you don't have to trip out. You don't have to worry or stress. I'll take care of you. But this can only happen to the believer who in advance been paying attention to their faith walk. You know, thank God for 
ministers and pastors that preach the word of faith. This is how important it is. Because if you hear and you listen and you spend time the word of the Lord that's being preached, the word of faith, faith will be inside you. But if you listen to messages, I don't want to go this way, but if you're, li if you're listening to preachers who are not preaching faith, then when you need faith, you're going to have to go look for it. I know that was heavy, but I have heard some message that had no faith. It had fear. So you want to pay attention that you're listening to preachers that preach faith because then you'll realize that my God will take care of me. Doesn't matter what the devil's saying, don't matter what he's throwing, God will set a table before me in the presence of my enemy. I'm going to tell you what our future looks like. Let me tell you what God is thinking about, uh, what's on his mind about the future. I'm glad you asked. I want to go to Psalms 105, verse 37. Psalms 105, verse 37 says, then he led the Israelites. God led the Israelites. Or you can say, God led Rick's family. Or you can put your name there. And God led the Israelites out. Let me tell you, we're coming out of this this work of the enemy in the land. We're coming out. And let me tell you how we're coming out. We're coming out. They carried silver and gold. And all of them were healthy and strong. Listen, you need to pay attention right now that God wants to bless you with silver and gold. Because if you are, you'll come out with silver and gold. Let me tell you, the believer who's listening to what God is saying right now to his people are going to come out of this thing with silver and gold. And we're going to come out strong and healthy. Now, if you're not listening to this type of preaching, you won't know about it. If you don't spend time in your word, you'll never find this scripture. I found this scripture the other day in this time. God showed this to me. He said, Rick, let me tell you what's coming your way. Gold and silver. And let me tell you how you're coming out strong and healthy. So I know what my future looks like. But I only seen this by paying attention to the, the, the things of God, paying attention to the word, getting up every morning, paying attention to God. During the day, paying attention to God. In the evening, paying attention to God. You got to pay attention to your faith walk. You got to pay attention to your faith man, your spirit man. Now's the time. I want to pray for you before we leave. I want to encourage you. I want to encourage you to, to take some of your time that you have and give it to God. Let's pray. Lord, today I'm declaring that your power, that your blessing, your anointing goes forth through the internet and touches whomever is watching, Lord. That we would pay attention to what you're saying to us. That we'll not forget about all the promises and the benefits that you told us about before this thing hit. And God, let us pay attention what we're going to look like when we come out carrying gold and silver. We're the ones that are going to carry the gold and silver. We're the ones that are going to be strong and healthy. So, Lord, I declare your blessing is released over your people today, today in Jesus' name. And let me finish with this last thought.
the Israelites, when they left Egypt, they carried the gold and silver. Let me tell you, there's many people today who are leaving their gold and silver. They don't know what to do with it. They might as well give it to us, the church. God bless you, folks. Stay in touch. Uh, let us know what you need in prayer. Write to 